everybody. It's Tim Constantine from the Washington Times. And for America, he is David Bozell. Hi, David. Hey, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank Good. you. Uh, it appears that Donald Trump is going to be the nominee of the Republican Party. Yeah. Barring a health issue Shocker. or incarceration, even then, he may still be the nominee of the Republican Party. Uh, the, the question that seems to be coming up everywhere now is who will be the vice president. Right. And there's a list. So I just want to run down and throw some names your way okay. and get your reaction okay. as to whether or not they have A, a good choice, you know, w would they be a good choice, but B, would Trump even consider? Okay. First two right out of the blocks, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. No and no. Uh, Ron DeSantis would be an excellent choice. Uh, I don't think John, Donald Trump will consider Ron DeSantis. Uh, Nikki Haley would not be a good choice, and I definitely do not think Donald Trump is considering Nikki Haley. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on both of those. I think DeSantis really doesn't bring a lot to the ticket because nope. Trump is – he's not going to bring extra for Florida, and he is not a dynamic personality on the campaign trail, and Proven. he's another white middle-aged male. So okay. If they had started out together from right out from the jump – There'd be some excitement and the unity ticket, right? Uh, but it didn't turn out that way. And, and, and Ron DeSantis unfortunately proved that he is just not dynamic on the trail. He'd be a great vice president. He would be a wonderful president. If sure. he had to step into that role, he'd be ready. But he's, I don't think he's going to be the choice or the right choice. Right. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Tempting. Not my first choice, but a 1A. Uh, yeah. But tempting, he could, he can. He's the most articulate out of the out of the most commonly referred names. Um, I love his business acumen. Downsides for Vivek doesn't bring any sort of electoral college help. Uh, that's okay. Not many of these vice presidential nominees do. Uh, the number one rule of the vice president the, the selection is twofold. One, can you step into the job immediately? There's some questions, legitimate questions that he can. Uh, and two, you don't want to upstage the number one. And he's so good on the trail, and he's so good at the soundbite, uh, and he's, so, he's very Trumpian uh, at, at taking on the press, that he risks upstaging the number one. And for that, for that reason, I don't think Trump will ever consider him. I sat down and did a one-on-one -on -one interview with him in December. And what I came away with from that is, is, as you said, very intelligent guy, well thought out. Whether you agree or disagree on any issue, you're crystal clear on where he stands sure. on that issue. Uh, but I took that he had some of the smooth nature of Barack Obama and mm -hmm. his campaign style yeah. and some of the bombast of Trump. It was an interesting mix. But it boiled down to I felt like he was auditioning to be vice president. Right. Yeah. And so he's right there beside Trump all the time now. And right. I know Trump has mentioned he'll him, be a so terrific he'll be a terrific ally on the campaign trail, um, a, a host of cabinet opportunities. Uh, I just don't think that he's he's the choice for vice president. Someone Donald Trump has mentioned several times. I'd love to see him real quick, <laughs> real quick. I'd love to see him debate Kamala Harris, though. I would too. <laughs> I would. Too. That would be, be uh, too, that would be embarrassing. That'd be unfair. That would be, be unfair. The um, Tim Scott. Tim yeah. Scott, I've heard the president mention three or four times, jokes and says how he's a much better campaigner for Trump than he was for himself. Right. Uh, but they seem to have a pretty good vibe together. They do. Is there anything there? I'm not a fan of candidates that get 0, 0.0 in the polls before they even register a vote. Um, again, I don't think that, his his debate performances uh, were quite poor. Uh, in the Republican primary, he just failed to stand out. 
sometimes you've looked at him and you didn't realize that if he knew where he was, like this is his opportunity to score some points, to get, you know, to rise up in the polls, to differentiate differentiate yourself between from your fellow Republicans. Um, he didn't take advantage of that opportunity. And I don't like a senator in this spot. Interesting. Interesting. I, I just, I, I, they're just used to, they consider themselves the, the world's greatest deliberative body, and yet they never deliberate anything. They just sort of, they're always fun. They, they work two days out of the week. Uh, I'm just not a fan of a senator in this One spot. of the themes that the Democrats trot out all the time against Donald Trump is that he is a racist. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's an accurate thing. If he were to choose someone of the minority world, does it take that argument away? Or do they suddenly find a different way to make that same argument? Well, they'll find clever and unique ways to make the same argument, but this is why I like Byron Donalds. Uh, he is my 1A selection. Um, and not just because he's black, uh, but you know what? If you're gonna charge us with being racist, sexist, uh, gender phobia, okay, I'll play that game. Um, but Byron Donalds is a smart guy. Um, I love his bona fides, you know, being born and raised in Brooklyn and coming down to Florida. Uh, represents Naples of all places, right? right? Um, dynamic member of the Freedom Caucus, um, a real a, a, one of Donald Trump's weaknesses in his first term was his legislative affairs operation, his domestic agenda, getting someone who's been ingrained in House politics and all that that entails, albeit the leadership has failed them. But but Byron Donalds has been a, a tip of the spear thinker and a tip of the spear policymaker. So much he gets. Quite a few votes uh, during the McCarthy speaker uh, uh, election. And then he was one of the nominees that you know, stepped aside in favor of Mike Johnson. So his colleagues dig him. Um, his wife has a terrific story from the education field. Uh, one of the tips of the spear in the, in the charter school environment down in Florida. What a great story that would be as the Republicans try to formulate a reimagining of, of public education in this country and as education is an issue on the trail. So. His wife can be an asset. So I'm a bit, I don't, there's not a lot not to like about a Byron Donald selection. You mentioned how not only is Trump accused of being a racist, but sexist. Yeah. Is the other one. Uh, does he look at female candidates? Christy Nome's name floats to the top. She, of course, the governor of right. South Dakota. Right. I'm not, I'm not interested in picking a woman, a woman for the VP spot to answer the charge of sexism. Uh, his cabinets were, were filled with women uh, up and down the leadership roles. Uh, so and he never got any credit for any of that. So I, I, I don't think that you know, picking a woman, whether it's Elise Stefanik or Christy Nome, I mean, Christy Nome, I mean, there's some reports of infidelity in the governor's mansion that she's got to answer for because that'll, that'll bubble up, unfortunately. Um, and then the, I think the evangelical right has had, had issues with her as she's approached this, the, the issue of women in sports or men pretending to be women in sports. Uh, so she'll have some challenges on her right flank. She'd be an excellent choice, but if you're trying to answer the charge of sexism, she's not going to solve it. Then the media loves to pick a couple of wild cards that have no chance whatsoever and discuss them as though they're serious choices. Yeah. One of those is Tulsi Gabbard, right. who was a Democrat congresswoman out of Hawaii, who got drummed out of the, for good reason, but got drummed out of the Democratic Party in great part because she opposed Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And they didn't like that during right. the Hillary Clinton era. 
But then she's made a, a little bit of a, a business out of being the Democrat that maybe Republicans could like. So right. that name gets floated. Right. I can't imagine in my wildest dream that Donald Trump would choose her. No real name ID beyond Democrats that hate her, and they're not going to vote for her or vote for Trump anyway. Uh, and kind of a, a Fox audience that has you know, appreciated her presentation on the Fox News channel. But beyond that, she has no name ID. And, I mean, she's good with her digital tools like Byron Donald's is, uh, but I, w w where's the platform synergy? Uh, beyond, you know, they, they, they share a commonality in, in, a, in some foreign policy senses that they're very anti-war, both Gabbard and Trump. Uh, but beyond that, where is the platform synergy? The final crazy one is Tucker Carlson. Yeah. This name keeps being floated out there, and I thought, Donald Trump has repeatedly said, whomever I choose, I want to be able, I want to be ready and able to step in on day one should anything happen to right. me. I do not picture Tucker Carlson as ready to be president of the United States. Is that just me, or is this just fault? I mean, he's, he grew up here, he knows the players. I, I think he could do it with some on-the-job training. Um, I but I really do prefer... Uh, well, President of the United States on-the-job training. But, uh, look, I, I, I prefer ambition, right? The Republican Party could use a little ambition. Uh, some people criticize Byron Donalds for being too ambitious. Uh, we need more ambition within the Republican Party. And I don't think Duck, Tucker Carlson... Um, wants to be president of the United States. Uh, the money and the freedom that he has is just too great. Right. Final question, and that is, you know, take all those names, take any other name you want. If you had to guess today who will be on the ticket, if Donald Trump is at the top of the ticket, who will be the name attached to his come November? I, I like Byron Donalds. I really do. That is my guess. That is, that is my 1A selection. And I, hope he, I hope Byron Donalds is the pick. You heard it here first from the Washington Times and for America. It's Dave Bozell. I'm Tim Constantine. Thanks for watching.